Hi everybody, I'm Rob Scott from UC Today and today we're going to be talking about how speech recognition can save the contact centre. So before we get started, I'd like to welcome our guest speakers. Uh, we've got Jeff Palmer, VP of Sales at Speechmatics and Mark Summerson, VP of API Partners at Vonage. So thank you for joining us today. Well, welcome. Hi. Thanks for having us. Pleasure Thanks, to be here. <laughs> no problem. So Jeff, uh, just over to you to start with. Can we do a quick bio and tell me a little bit about Speechmatics and, and what you do for them? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, I've been with Speechmatics for a while now. Um, uh, I'm VP of sales, so effectively um, uh, run and lead the sales teams that help generate revenue for the company, um, help essentially spread the, uh, the messaging um, throughout the globe. We're a global business um, about how we can help our organizations um, customers innovate with voice technology so um, by innovate with voice technology what I mean is allowing our customers who typically are um, partners like Vonage um, platform system integrators as well as some large direct organizations um, help them build applications that effectively require mission critical accurate speech recognition at scale um, so we're on a global basis helping those organizations typically enterprise organizations um, derive meaning from speech, from the spoken word, um, to allow applications to interpret that data and perform actions um, and derive further meaning and analysis uh, and assist agents in the contact centre uh, deliver value to their end customers. Great stuff. Thanks, Jeff. Over to you, Mark. Can you give us a quick intro, please? Yeah, sure. So the, the Vonage API platform has been used by some of the largest digital brands in the world to create the, the most compelling customer experience for their end consumers. Uh, we, we often quote customers that include the likes of Uber, Grab, Lyft, Booking.com, and there's plenty of material on our website that talks about those, those use cases. Um, what we're now seeing is that, that to, to replicate that level of customer service, the enterprise market is now wanting to, to, to meet that same level that high bar that the, the digital companies have set in terms of um, driving for the best level of customer service or customer experience. And what that typically means is it's a combination of, of artificial intelligence technologies um, and our APIs that together can create that programmable, um, customized experience between a brand and their consumers. And in the case of our relationship with, with Speechmatics, then obviously those two go fairly much hand in hand as, as their technology can interrogate um, and derive insights from our from voice calls across our platform. Fantastic! And so today, we're, I'm really interested to hear more how how that relationship uh, works and how you bring those technologies together. So, Jeff, just to kick off with, then uh, I find speech technology fascinating. I think it's, there's so much happening in this category right now. Um, can you start by firstly kind of defining for our viewers uh, what speech technology is exactly okay sure um so when quite often when you say speech recognition or speech technology people their immediate reaction is to think about um alexa um or siri you know they, they that's where they they quite often go in terms of when you talk about speech speech technology um if you imagine if you try and imagine these things in quadrants like on a, a gartner quadrant um effectively and you you have uh, complex conversations essentially at the top um, short conversations or what we call utterances, i.e. commands, um, what's the weather like today at the bottom, 
and then you have consumers over one side and enterprises at the other. We fit very much in the top right-hand corner of that quadrant. So we're very focused, um, like Bonage, on dealing with enterprise customers with complex use cases um, to effectively derive meaning and automate um, as many tasks as possible. So um, when we talk about speech recognition, we, we, we talk about complex conversations and helping organizations take um, sometimes in real time, but sometimes what we call post call, um, essentially convert speech into a highly accurate transcription to then allow downstream applications to, uh, to effectively trigger actions. Now those actions could be to derive insights on a historical basis. Um, it could be that we actually want to derive insights in real time to allow us to action something. Um, so speech recognition has been around for years and years and years, but it's now only coming to the point where it's so advanced and we've been at the forefront of that advancement. We're genuinely seen as one of the um, leading pure play um, automatic speech recognition companies on the planet. It's all we actually focus on. Um, so it allows organisations like Vonage, which have got um, a broad offering, which is a platform play, to actually take the best in class ASR automatic speech recognition technology, embed it into their platform to allow their end customers to actually have the most experience and be able to derive the most meaning and eff effectively in some instances replace the human for certain parts of transactions that are very labour intensive because we've got speech recognition now to a point where it is so accurate um, that you, you no longer need that manual intervention. Um, so it is still, um, as people um, would, would know speech recognition from old, it's still the process of effectively converting speech into text, but we've now done it at such scale um, with such flexibility and such accuracy that it's to the point now where it never has been before. So it's truly, truly a useful technology, whereas before it was trying to solve a problem without actually reaching maturity. Yeah, I'd, I'd certainly echo that because I remember working with it 10 years ago or more and yeah. the technology was, yeah, it was a bit uh, glitchy, you know, that it wouldn't particularly pick up on the dialects very well and that kind of thing. But it seems even, even in our personal lives now that it seems to have, come on a long, long way. So yeah, we've, um, we've, 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 um, we've worked really hard across a long period of time to solve some of those challenges. So some of those challenges are um, uh, the dialect challenge. Um, quite often people say, will it pick me up if I talk in a thick Scottish accent or a French, uh, a French person speaking English, will it still be able to, to understand? And we've, we've got some very advanced um, capabilities to allow um, what we call global language models to be deployed. So it doesn't matter what dialect you speak of a certain language. It doesn't matter if you're a, um, a non-native speaker of the language that you're actually conversing in. Um, our technology is so advanced, it solves those problems without you having to think about it as the implementer of that technology stack. Um, so technology has moved on a lot since those days of um, almost using speech recognition to just try and broadly define core reason in the contact center. Um, uh, we now get to the point where we're, we're, we're so accurate, a human can't tell the difference between the transcription and, uh, and effectively what would have been a manual process of transcribing that call, which is very costly and time consuming. Yeah. Mark, what kinds of challenges are, are, 
are, you, are your customers facing and kind of how are they using speech technology or speech recognition to, to solve those, uh, those, those, those challenges? Yeah, so firstly, you've got to think about the scale of this. And our customers are typically global organizations. And, and with that comes all the complexity that Jeff was just talking about from different languages and dialects, um, etc. So you've got to consider that mix first, which is one of the challenges all our customers face. Um, once you're in a position whereby you've got that extremely highly accurate voice recognition technology in there, that then enables you as an organization to start to really take advantage of the data analytics and the meaning and the, the intention of the, the, um, the voice conversation and bake that into a, a workflow. Now, when I talk about baking that into a workflow, you're then trying to establish not just the intention, as Jeff was saying, but you're trying to um, shape that, that conversation between a customer agent and a consumer um, and help them you know, with with insights into the conversation in real time, perhaps you you can you come across use cases now um, in some of the more regulated industries, for example, where that that intelligence that goes with the uh, automatic speech recognition can be used for, to to consider things like compliance, for example. Uh, it could be used for for real time coaching um, of of agents in a contact centre around the call that's happening there and then. So it's not just about you know can we make this can we understand what the conversation was about and post-call you know, analyze what went on there's so many options now around real-time um, uh, intelligence being applied to a conversation that can improve the way that a business is interacting with their customers um, so you know for us to have that 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 accuracy at our core through partners like you know speechmatics then we're in a position then that we can really take this to all of our global customers um, and, and in a meaningful way and, and watch, the, watch them create the magic in terms of how they serve their customers. Yeah, I'd, I'd really agree with that, um, Mark. You know, it's a, a, a great explanation, but um, it really is that, that real time is where I think the massive opportunity is for this industry. And if you, if you play back how real time speech recognition in connection with a platform like uh, Vonage could have um, prevented certain things from happening, historical things happening, specifically within the finance industry. If you look at the PPI, we'll call it scandal, the PPI um, issues that the finance industry have faced, it's cost tens of billions of pounds. Effectively, that was down to, um, in broad terms, mis-selling of product. Um, if you imagine a world where you design what a compliant conversation looks like, and you physically cannot complete that transaction if that conversation has not been compliant, you're not retrospectively having to go back and, and, um, and, and dig through old records from years and years and years ago to uncover and unearth the full extent of that non-compliance. You are literally stopping it in its tracks before it is happening. So when you look at how you can apply speech recognition today, it's a completely different concept to you know, historically transcribing a conversation for, for agent training after the event. If you had a scenario where if certain phrases, if certain things have either have or haven't been said at certain stages of a conversation, you are triggering actions. You're bringing in a supervisor. You're um, notifying certain people within a compliance team that a compliant, non-compliant call is potentially in progress. You can stop those things happening. That could that could have had an immense positive impact on the financial services industry if those types of solutions had have been in place 
um, when we're, we're still coming out the back of those types of crises that the industry had faced. That's yeah, a really interesting perspective, isn't it, on the conversation around, I mean, that, that takes called scripting to a whole different level, doesn't it? Being able to kind of in real time detect the conversation and... and so at its most basic level, um, if, if you are having a conversation with a contact centre agent and any form of profanity is used from either the agent or more worryingly your contact centre agent, there's something going wrong in that conversation. Just at its most basic level, um, if there is shouting of any sort, if there is crosstalk, if, if any form of profanity is being used, that conversation isn't going particularly well. Um, uh, so to have the ability to immediately um, uh, you know, alert a supervisor that something is going wrong on a call to assist an agent, potentially that agent being quite a stressful situation at that time, assuming they're not the one using the profanity, um, then and that's something where you can intervene and help and support your you know, resources um, within your business that are the front line to your customers. So again, it's not a lot of use being able to interrogate that call in three weeks time when you may or may not pick it up in a post-call quality monitoring exercise. It's typically the sample rates are so small, you know, you're sampling 1% of calls, for example. How do you dig through those 1% of calls to actually get to the point where you're, you're basically looking at and monitoring and reviewing the calls where there's been an issue? Now, I know there's basic speech analytics tools that can do that, but they still don't get down to that level of being able to identify those calls in real time to stop the issue occurring in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mark, what's the impact been like on, on your customers? Uh, have you spoken to any of your customers experienced this kind of in the, the real-time kind of sentiment analysis or, or with the real-time application of speech recognition? I, I, I find amazing, really. And what impact does that have on a contact centre? Well, I think the, the use cases we're talking about there are, are becoming much more um, commonplace. Um, the, the speech analytics doesn't need to be around, po- again, it's back to this, it doesn't need to be around post-call. You know, there, there's so many use cases that are during the call where you can apply that technology. So uh, an example would be, um, rather than looking at this from a compliance perspective, think about real-time coaching. So if you've got an agent who's having a conversation with a customer and through the tone, the speed of delivery, keywords, et cetera, that you can detect that actually this conversation isn't going, isn't going very well, what guidance would you give to that agent in real time um, to help them out of a hole, so to speak, because the you know, conversation not going well, you know, it's time to stop talking about a particular product. You, know, you see, you're starting to see these types of use cases um, evolve um, and people are starting to consider how you can apply this um, across a, a bus array of um, processes within the contact center and different sort of scenarios. Um, so you know, it's there already. It, it's, it's, you know, there's a there's a there's a bunch of very advanced use cases already people are formulating and and trying to get into their contact center um and i think you know, over the next um you know, 12 plus plus months we're going to start to see a lot more prevalence of the um those real-time applications of, of speech recognition thing is mark is um and we we see it obviously um as organizations that we work with uh, uh rolling out proof of concepts etc but and I always, when I go into contact centres, I always feel for the agents because their lives are more stressful than ever now. You have um, uh, customers who are basically contacting those organisations who are more informed quite often than yeah. the contact centre agent. 
And that contact centre agent is doing the same thing quite often, 100, 150 times a day. So it's quite a stressful environment. Yep. And these types of tools where you can help guide the agent in real time based on what is being said, what is being requested, surfacing knowledge content, um, opening the right order form, all of the things that an agent is having to do very repetitively. Yep. If this technology can assist in effectively making their lives a little less stressful, they're able to provide a better service just because they're yeah. in a better place personally. Um, oh, absolutely. We, I came across a project um, probably a couple of months ago now in the UK, and th there was a, a use case in the financial services sector whereby the um, uh, the, the organisation in question here with their wealth managers were using ASR as a way to... Um, to summarise and um, take notes from from customer meetings, so they could look at key, you know, they could look at keywords. They could look at um, from an archiving and audit perspective. They had that data to look back on, and and they weren't doing that just from a perspective of oh, we've got to be compliant. They're actually looking at it from the perspective of if we take that workload off the um, the person who's having the conversation, they can focus on having the conversation. Um, so they're just about making the life easier for the person whose whose job it is is to manage a relationship. Um, and, and, and at the end of it, you've got a customer who's happy because you've got a focused conversation. You've got a business who's happy because they've got better compliance. Uh, and you've got the, 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 um, the relationship manager in the financial business who's happier because they've just had um, a, a much more useful um, use of the last 60 minutes of their, their working life. Yeah, I concur with that fully. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating, really. Let's talk about deploying this technology and what to look out for when you know bringing this kind of technology into your organization what, what impact does that have on the not just customer experience but also the teams as you said the agents and the supervisors um who'd like to go first on that one uh, jeff do you want to talk about how how, how you might best deploy a, a solution yeah like no this? sure yeah no happy to so um when the first the first thing is and i don't want to the combination of um, the Vonage, uh, the, the Vonage API platform, uh, Vonage, the, um, uh, the contact center as a service platform that we also support, makes this really easy to bring the technology into play. And historically, speech recognition, one of the drawbacks was it was always a big professional services project. You hear talk of models needing extensive training to perform well in the particular use case that it's being deployed into. Um, Again, Speechmatics has turned that on its head. Um, we have a, um, a generic approach, which basically means there's no specific training of models for industry use cases. It's just really powerful out of the box. And we have um, the, the smarts to ensure that any use case is actually catered for. We then have tools which allow the easy tweaking of, um, uh, of the um, language models, something called custom dictionary. So terms that are very industry specific, which are only going to be used by yourself. You have the opportunity to inject those at an API level in real time um, into, your, uh, into your language model. But when this is deployed with Vonage, um, the Vonage API platform is, is designed to normalize all of the inputs from organizations like Speechmatics to allow a customer to easily deliver um, what are quite complex technical solutions with a, with a plug and play approach. But I'll leave Mark to describe more in terms of uh, um, how, how Vonage assists with that. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. That's a very good segue into what we do. Um, 
if you look at what how we deliver our, our, our technology, the there's, there's, there's effectively a gap in terms of what a customer really uses between the communications platform, um, our API platform that we've got, and that customer experience that they're, they're delivering. So you've got to consider how you, how you close that gap. Now, there's, there's many ways that we could have approached this, which could have included us building our own ASR technology, for example. Um, and, and as a business, we decided that actually there's some far smarter organizations out there that can, that can de de develop this um, themselves. So rather than us moving up the stack and building us on top of our platform, what we've done is we've worked very closely with much smarter technology partners such as Speechmatics and tried to make it easy for them to connect their technology to ours. So for, so for us, it's a, it's a broad platform play whereby we, we make it easy for the technology partners to attach themselves to us and then we collectively talk around what that can then deliver um, to, the, to the end uh, enterprise brand that we're working with. Um, so, so for us, you know, as I say, scale is important. Making, having those connectors into smarter technology platforms is super important. And collectively, we're then talking about a joined up customer experience to our own customers. Great stuff. So it, sound like, it sounds like it's rather straightforward to get up and running uh, on, on this solution. It's, been, it's cloud delivered uh, as a service. Um, in terms of where the market's going and the demand for customer experience, uh, you know, isn't really going to slow ever, but, um, or certainly to improve customer experience. In terms of where the market's going and the technology's going, Jeff, where do you see the product line kind of moving towards? Is it, is it are we done or do you see AI kind of playing a, a, a more enhanced role in, in the solution? Yeah, no, sure. So um, we, 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 um, as we've gone through various investment rounds, et cetera, we've, um, we've obviously been constantly asked where, the, where, the, where we feel the market is going. Um, I genuinely feel we're now at that point where the technology, specifically our technology that we've developed, is at a point where it can now be used in you know, genuine um, uh, real-life use cases at scale. And I don't think we've been there before. So I genuinely feel there's, um, you know, there's a good five to ten years of just deploying the technology um, as it is today to really start to empower use cases that have only really been dreams and proof of concepts and not productionized. Um, the obvious adjacent area for us is to then derive the same amount of meaning um, from a technology sets such as video next. So that's an obvious adjacent area for us. Um, we've got um, uh, an amazing uh, machine learning um, uh, team here in Cambridge. Um, we've expanded out to, um, to Brno in the Czech Republic and Chennai in India to give us more engineering scale. Um, as the as the business continues to to, to grow dub, double year on year, in, in fact, um, so we'll certainly look at that innovation that that advanced machine learning capability brings to us. And the next adjacent area, obvious area, is video, and we're already starting to uh, to investigate how we apply our um, advanced machine learning teams and the lessons they've learned in their extensive voice background across now video. Um, and uh, that seems the next logical place for us to go and where you know, a lot of organizations seem to also be focusing in terms of trying to convert um, uh, voice conversations into video conversations. Although I think the video conversation in terms of business to consumer is still where voice recognition was 10 years ago. And I think there's going to be a real lag between um, 
uh, like there was with voice recognition, that becoming usable technology on a daily basis um, uh, that, is, that is useful to organisations and allows them to, to deliver a, a better customer experience. So um, video will be where, where we'll logically go next. But I genuinely think there's going to be that same lag as there has been in the B2C market with trying to convert voice into video. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we are starting to see rapid adoption of cloud, you know, contact center solutions now, aren't we? CCAS or contact yeah. centers of service. So uh, you really need to be in the cloud to have this kind of technology. Is that fair to say? Uh, no, we, we, um, we actually deliver um, uh, on-prem capability as well. Um, sometimes if people want to control some of their valuable um, data assets, then, um, then there is a requirement for them to actually have what we call a client hosted capability. Um, so they actually keep control of their data and they process on site quite often behind their own firewall. Um, there's use cases that we support, which are um, security services um, uh, use cases. So um, very sensitive data. Um, so it's not just contact center that, that we're involved in. We, we offer a broad range of use cases. Some of those do require an on-prem capability, but most of our um, uh, delivery is via cloud um, uh, and um, uh, solutions which um, are supported by organizations like Vonage. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, Mark, uh, final question for me. In, in terms of what, what, what do you want to see from the speech rec, you know, speech technology marketplace? What, how do you see that go, uh, kind of evolving going forward? And, and what do you want to see as a, you know, from Vonage's perspective? Yeah, so I think Jeff touched on some of this in that it, it's, it's, not, it's no longer a, uh, just a voice uh, opportunity. If you look at our platform, we've got everything from, um, from, from messaging, social tools, um, through to um, uh, voice and video. So just, I think, is, is correct in that one of the obvious places is looking at how you derive meaning from, from video, um, video conversations. And that then takes a down a different path because it's not just around the meaning of the, the call itself. You've got to start thinking about um, some, some, some biometrics and the like. Um, you've got to start thinking about um, some of the business sides of it as well, because actually once you get into a visual communications channel, you're, you're actually starting to talk about a complete redesign of some business processes as, as a result of the technology. So it becomes more complicated in a, in, a, in a number of different ways when you move into the other channels. But from a customer perspective, they really don't care. Um, they really, really don't care whether they're on a voice channel, a messaging channel or a video channel. They just want the one that's most appropriate for them for that particular um, that particular experience with their with their brand they're working with, um, and, and that's the really important thing for us is that we just try to make ensure that we can apply the technologies such as Speechmatics across as many of our um, platforms as or many channels on our platform as we possibly can. And I think you know that's where it's going for us. You know, artificial intelligence is just something it is sitting across all of the channels on our platform and delivering that service for the for the end customer um, on the channel of their choice. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, the omni-channel piece. It seems to be a conversation I'm hearing more and more about, I and mean, we've heard it for a long time, omni-channel, but it seems that this new decade uh, is really going to you know, deliver on that omni-channel promise. So it makes perfect sense that your technology sits across all, the, all those channels. So, mm. Well, I'd like to round up uh, the session today. Thank you very, very much uh, for getting involved. Uh, today, I think some great insights uh, and some kind of learnings around the technology that you provide. 
Uh, so, Jeff, Mark, thank you very much for, for getting involved. No problems. Thank you. Pleasure. Yeah, thanks. thanks for your time. Thanks. It's been fun.